Wait a minute, I hear something. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Movie Time, your favorite podcast that's from behind the wheel of a 2015 GMC Acadia, to be real specific. Um, we just did our run of all the Jaws sequels. Now we're getting to the nitty-gritty. We're getting to the fun, which is all the knockoff movies. And uh, I had to start with this one, and there's a, there's a real purpose of why I'm starting with this one because it really affects the next movie that's coming up afterwards but the one we're going to look at today uh, was banned in America for a long time because it was just too much like Jaws and uh, boy if they thought this one was too much like Jaws <laughs> the next one's incredible but anyways this one's pretty incredible too we are talking about Great White, or it's called The Last Shark, if you're looking for it. Uh, it is on Tubi, so you can find it there. 1981 horror thriller. It's an Italian knockoff, people. You know how I feel about that. If anybody can knock off a movie, it's the Italians. Uh, well, it's a weird way to say it. <laughs> if anybody can put their own spin on your story, it's the Italians, right? Uh, this is directed by, what was the guy's name, uh, Enzo G. Uh, Sisterelli? Sisterelli, Sisterelli, Castorelli, that's what it is. Um, I believe he brought us, uh, the Bronx Warriors, you know, uh, <laughs> those, uh, Escape from New York knockoff movies, right? That's what I think of. Uh, he might have done The Last Barbarians, too, I think. Uh, those are all fun. Uh, if you if you like, again, just Italian knockoffs that take an idea that you're super familiar with and just turns it on its ear. Yeah, that's the Italians. That's what they do. Uh, let's see here. This synopsis is not for this movie. This is for, like, a riffs track or something. Uh, that's interesting. Let's look at... Uh, we'll go to IMDB and see what their synopsis is. Uh, James Franciscus tries to save hundreds of swimmers in a coastal resort after a great white starts terrorizing the area. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um... And there's a mayor who won't do anything about it. I mean, it's... <laughs> the only thing that's different about it is it, it really takes the ideas of part one and part two and mishmashes them together. And that's why it's the last shark, right? Because I guess they didn't know that part three was coming out. Or maybe they jumped the gun. Maybe they knew part three was coming out and they tried to beat them to the punch. But all they did was retell story one and two. <laughs> Uh, let's see. As far as our cast, wait a minute. We got to do. We got to do. Why to watch? Why to watch? I, I. 
This got a 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, it's kind of expected. It says it's harrowing, incredible, and menacing. Three words that I don't know that anybody would put together for this movie. It is pretty incredible. <laughs> uh, they are intensely funny and faker effects. Uh, the the the, uh, the faker the effects look the funnier the movie seems to get. Yeah, it uh, it has its problems. Uh, it's really a mixed bag because some of the effects you go, wow, that really looks good, and then the next one you're like, wow, that's about the worst shark I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Uh, get back to our cast. We said James Franciscus is, is the lead in this. We know him from Cat of Nine Tails, from Argento. I mean, the guy's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, the a couple of the Planet of the Apes movies. You know, dude's been around. Vic Morrow's in this. This is uh, that that late stage of his life. I mean, you're you're right here at the edge of where the Twilight Zone movie comes out and kind of ends his career. Uh, in a sad way um, but this is right there in that sweet spot where he was just in everything and he plays uh, basically a Quint character named Ron Hammer <laughs> not Jan Hammer the guy that did the music for what was it Axel F uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop or was it did Jan Hammer do uh uh Miami Vice. He might have done that. I don't know. I'm getting my, my 80 synthesizer guys with foreign names mixed up. Oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> uh, James Francisca's character's name. By the way, in the movie, he's an author. And the author's name is Peter Benton. So think about that for a second. The author of Jaws was Peter Benchley. This is Peter Benton. And happens to be an author in the movie. Hmm. Think about it. Chew on that for a while. Uh, but yeah, we got Ron Hammer. Shark extraordinaire. I mean, he looks like Quint. The mustache, the, the beanie hat, the whole nine yards. They're going for it. Uh, yeah, there's really nobody else to talk about in this one. Uh, they're all Italian actors that we've seen in some other things. I'm not going to dabble in all that because we got a story to tell. Uh, <laughs> this movie kind of takes the idea of the regatta from the the second movie. They're playing this big regatta, except it's it's a weird regatta because everybody's on what is it sailboards? You know, they got their their surfboards, but they got the sail mounted to them, right? Don't know the technical term, folks. I live far away from the ocean. I don't know my terminology of aquatic uh, equipment, right? But uh, they're playing this big event and it starts off with uh, <laughs> this one scene in particular where a guy's on one of his sailboards and he's going along and all of a sudden, half his board is gone. You don't see what happens. You just see that the board's been bit in half. And somehow this ends up at uh, uh, Peter Benton's house, and he's looking at it, or 
Maybe it's Vic Morrow's looking at it, but they're looking at it like, I know it's a shark, right? <laughs> you get that scenario, right? Of only one thing can do that. And, uh, you know, they, they play around with a lot of the same dialogue. You know, the mayor is like, eh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. We can't jump to conclusions. You know, then obviously people start dying, right? Because that's what you want to happen in this movie. And, you know, things get bad enough that they have to put out a, a reward for somebody to kill the shark. Sound familiar? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> you get uh, a lot of uh, stock footage of real sharks, you know, uh, coming up and biting on chunks of meat, all that kind of stuff. You know, the the uh, uh, National Geographic footage that we would see, you know, uh, for all these years. So they, they use that a lot. But we got to talk about this shark. <laughs> Especially the... <laughs> we got to talk about the beginning of the regatta, right? When they set this up and they got everybody ready, the shark attacks. And it... it uh, it hits this boat with this guy in it. And it's like an explosion goes off. And it obviously it's a dummy standing up on this boat. And the boat and the dummy just go straight up in the air. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, I love it. And I love the fact that there's a news team that's capturing all this stuff all the time. And broadcasting the, the, the dirt, right, of everything that's going on. But this scene in particular I think is just great. And uh, that's when they decide to start letting people go out and start hunting. And the mayor's son decides that him and some of his friends are going to go out and try to kill the shark. Which, you know, never ends well. I think uh, Peter Benton's daughter is hooking up with the mayor's son. And they're out on the boat. And they got a shotgun. And they're going to try to kill the shark. And the girl gets knocked off in the water and gets her legs bit off. And then the mayor's mad at his son. And the son's like, I thought you wanted me to go and do this and try to, you know, it would be great press for you that your son wouldn't kill the shark that was terrorizing the town. Yada, yada, right? But, uh, yeah. So you get the sad moment of the girl with no legs and all that stuff. And then Peter Benton decides that him and Ron Hammer are going to take care of business. And Ron Hammer is dead up Quint. Everything. I've hunted sharks all across the world. And only one shark can do what this did, right? I mean, you're getting that same setup. And uh, I think Vic Morrow does the best he can with what he's got. You know, he's he's not phoning it in. But uh, an interesting concept, too, is... And I always talk about this with the Italian flicks is the way this thing ends. Um, well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, <laughs> we got other stuff to talk about. Uh, they decide that uh, there's a place where this shark lives. And they're going to try to get the shark closer to them. And put a, a basically a sack full of dynamite in the shark somehow and blow him up and <laughs> Vic Morrow is wearing it on his body and they got you know they're in their wetsuits and they dive down and bad things happen the, the shark kind of well let's just put it this way Vic Morrow 
dies the the death of of uh, Captain Ahab, right? Uh, which is the original way that uh, Quint dies in, in Jaws. I don't know if you ever read the book, but he, uh, you know, basically harpoons him and gets the rope tied around him and it pulls him down and he's died by being, you know, pulled in and wrapped up with the shark. Um, that's what happens in this one with Vic Morrow, even though he's still got the dynamite. He's got a little device beside him too, or on his, on his waist belt, his back belt. Uh, that's the igniter, right, to blow the thing up. Well, later on, the shark decides it's going to terrorize the town. It rips a dock off, a pier off, and it's got a bunch of people on it, which is fantastic. Pulls the people out in the middle of the water and starts uh, meat tenderizing on them, right? The mayor has brought in this other guy. It's supposed to be some professional shark killer, and he's out there on the pier with a shotgun, but the shotgun gets knocked out of his hands, and he gets eaten by the shark. Uh, but, I, oh, I forgot. There's a scene where the mayor decides he's going to go after the shark. And he gets in a helicopter. I think you know where this is going. <laughs> and when you look up this movie and you see scenes of this, this is the scene you normally see. Where the mayor is uh, on the helicopter and he's got a big piece of meat on a hook. And he drops it down from the helicopter into the water. Shark... Attacks the meat, thinks he's got him on the hook, tries to pull him up, but the shark is way too heavy, so it breaks the thing that the the, the hoist for the shark. And when that happens, the 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 mayor tries to grab the cable, which burns his hand, and it makes him fall out of the helicopter. And he's hanging on the ledge, and he falls off in the water. All these shots right here are done overhead, and these are the shots where the shark looks really really good. Uh, even though there's not a lot of motion to him, it still looks pretty dang good. And he, and he falls off in the water and uh, finally grabs a hold of the helicopter. Helicopters pull him up and the shark grabs him and bites his legs off, just like, just like uh, the girl kind of dies. Except there's more harrowing in this, even though his legs break off way higher than where he's biting. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, it's not where the teeth are sinking in and pulling. They break off a lot higher. But, hey, you know, Centrical force. Maybe that's possible. Uh, and of course, you get the helicopter is gonna, you know, sink as well because you know we're ripping off Jaws too here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this ending is is it's funny because maybe Jaws three borrowed this idea, or maybe they knew that Jaws three was gonna do this with, you know, our our uh, adventure guy getting eaten by the shark, but he's got the hand grenade in his hand. But what we have here is the shark shows up and Vic Morrow, who's dead, is floating up to the pier because he's still attached to the shark, but apparently he shakes loose. Still got the dynamite on him. So Peter Benton decides to, to rig it up to where the shark's going to come up and eat Vic Morrow. And when he does, I'm going to blow the shark up. And there you go. There's your, there's your big ending. But what's hilarious <laughs> is the shark eats Vic Morrow and Peter Benton jumps off the pier to blow the shark up like it's going to blow up right there. But when the shark blows up, he's way underwater and it blows the shark's head off. And it's just so hilarious because this dude does a running... Uh, uh, who's the transporter? What's that dude's name? Dang, I went blank. 
But it looks like something he would have done, right, in the Meg, where he jumps in the water like 15 times trying to save people from the Meg, which is ridiculous. Um, he just does this big nesty plunge off the side of the pier while pushing the button like it's going to save him from being close to the explosion, even though the explosion is way underwater. So, uh, I don't know. It's just a funny little tidbit there. Other things about this shark, it basically looks like a buoy that they just painted a shark mouth on and just they hold it underwater and it just pops up it's it, i think it looks pretty good the first time you see it but they use the same attack <laughs> throughout the entire movie you're just like man they just uh they ran out of creative juice here uh i i think this is a must see i think you have to see this one to kind of appreciate it for what it is uh it's not a terrible movie, it, it, but it's it's definitely a B movie. It's definitely a knockoff, but it's done pretty decently. I mean, it's it's Italian. What can I say? Uh, I don't know. I I give it a uh, I'm gonna give it a two point five out of five. It's not quite a three, you know, but I do like it. But I don't think it's at the level that you can say I, I you know. I like it, like, on that level. Whew. Anyways, I think, uh, sorry about that, that was a yawn. Trying to, trying to get functioning today. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I, th- I think you need to check this one out. I mean, if, if you, if, if you can sit through Jaws 4, this one's way more entertaining than Jaws 4, right? So I'll just throw that in the hat, right? Uh, that's kind of what I got for this one. If you've got aquatic jaws rip off movies you want me to cover message me because i want to make sure i get them because i'm kind of on this roll right now and uh i want to i want to try to figure out these out i looked on (laughs) i looked on tubi and there's so many shark movies it's ridiculous and we're getting things like sharks shark of the corn instead of children of the corn we got you know there's a there's a ton of them right of really bad shark movies and i'm willing to do them all if you ask me to, if you have one particular, it don't have to be shark movies either. I mean, there's a bunch of Jaws knockoffs, like Grizzly, which is definitely a jaw. It's just Jaws on land. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, if you think of something that you want me to cover that fits this kind of category, let me know. I'll be glad to do it. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later. <laughs>